Blog Talk Radio. Coast to coast and around the globe, you're listening to Tarot Today Radio. We are the show that brings you the world of tarot, interviews with your favorite tarot authors, teachers, and deck creators, as well as news from the Tarot Guild, interesting topics, reading, and just plain fun. I'm your host, Dax Carlisle. I'm the founder and president of the Tarot Guild, the international organization for tarot lovers, students, and professionals since 2004. Coming to you live from Tucson, Arizona, and let me introduce the other host of Tarot Today Radio. She is a tarot advisor, a certified tarot master, and crystal Reiki master, as well as vice president and director of communications for the Tarot Guild. And here she is, live from Amarillo, Texas, the fabulous Mary Brown. Hey, Mary. Hey, Dax. Hey, everybody. Happy Psychic Saturday and Halloween Eve. Happy Halloween Eve. Oh, this is exciting. So much going on tomorrow on Halloween. It's uh, my friend Doug's birthday. It's Halloween. And tomorrow is the 17th birthday, the 17th anniversary of the Tarot Guild. That's right. We're about to go into our 18th year. It's amazing. Makes you feel old. I feel old. <laughs> like, really, it feels like it was yeah. yesterday that I joined Tarot Guild. <laughs> oh, my goodness. In just a little while, we're going to be uh, on here, Mary, and going, it's 20 years. You know, it's just a couple more years. Yeah, it's going to be like tw- 20 years of the Tarot Guild. And uh, you and I have been there for, you know, most of that time, you know. Um, yeah, I know. You, I've been, you were I've there, been there obviously from the for very beginning, the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were more around 2010, about yeah. uh, six years. Yeah, when we launched the radio show and the first website and got online, and you discovered us. It was exciting. The good old I days. I know it was a yeah, the good old days. But you know, the good days are coming back. You know, we're having good days at the Tarot well, Guild. We have so much going on. 
I know. That's what I wanted to say was that it feels like that. It feels like it did in 2010, like when we were brand new. I mean, uh, for those that don't know, the website is thetarotguild.com. And uh, it had other iterations, though. It was uh, tarotguild.com, tarotguild.org, and now it's thetarotguild.com. And this is a brand new website. Well, not brand new, but it's to us it is because it's only been – up and running for two years and so it's like a fresh new start and just like how things were happening in 2010 and so much going on uh it's it's happening again you know and a lot of the people that we used to have involved in the tarot guild are coming back i mean uh, pamela Steele just came back you know, Steel Wizard Tarot and, and Chiro Marchetti. You know, God, we we just had Chiro Marchetti, uh, the interview last week. Wasn't that great? Oh, my God. It was so fun. <laughs> yeah, it was if fun you to miss do a listener ep- party. Yeah, we we, we got to do more of those where they're listener parties. And Mary and I, you know, we started the show off live, but then we – uh, went into the pre-recorded interview that Mary did with Chiro, and uh, we we just popped in the chat room with everyone else and had a good time listening in. It was just oh, fantastic. If you missed that, uh, go back in the archive and, and check that out, folks. You're, you're going to love that episode, especially if you're a big fan of Chiro's decks like I am. So Me uh, too. today, absolutely, we – we are a live call-in show, so give us a ring at 714-816-4628. We're going to be doing readings and open lines today. And you can also join us on our chat post that we were just talking about that. It's chat.psychictalk.net. We'll take you right over there. The chat room is below the player. There's a player right on the page, so you can listen in live. Chat.psychictalk.net. Now, it seems to be loading fine on uh, pads and, and phones. Uh, on my laptop, it took an extra 30 seconds for the chat room to materialize and start working. So uh, if you're on a laptop or a computer, uh, and I'm on Chrome, I'm not sure about the other browsers, but you might have to give it an extra 30 seconds and then you know because everybody's getting in there, so it must be okay. Uh, Sharon is in there, Jason's in there, we're in there. Come join us. You can chat with us in the chat room. You can even ask for a mini reading right there in the chat room. You can also discuss uh, what we're talking about on the show, our topic and everything. We do have a topic today, and we're we're also doing the Psychic Spin because it's the last Saturday of the month. We're almost in November. I can't believe it, Mary. I mean, it's going to be Turkey Day soon, right? I know it's it's amazing. Finally, this this year is moving along. <laughs> it feels like it's taken forever to get here. <laughs> See, and I had the exact reverse uh, experience, and I was actually talking about this with a few people. How this year just blasted by. I mean, 2020 when we were in the midst of you know the beginning of COVID and the shutdowns and everything. 2020 took frickin' forever, and and then now we come into 2021, it, it was just January, you know, and oh my God, it's November now, you know, it, it's like, where did this year go? It's like, slow down 2022. I hope 2022 lasts a little <laughs> bit longer. Anyway, so give us a call, 
888-528. The caller lines are open. Press 1 on your dial pad as soon as you get through. That puts you into the caller queue, lets us know you want to be on air with us. And it puts you in the order that you called in. So hold your spot there, and we'll get to calls in a little bit here. 714-816-4628. And once again, join us in the chat room, chat.psychictalk.net. So today's show is sponsored by the Tarot Guild. The International Organization for Tarot Lovers, Students, and Professional Leaders since 2004. And uh, tomorrow, after tomorrow, which is our anniversary, on Monday, we are in our 18th year. Oh, my God. Oh, my wow. God. New website That's we built is, yeah, it, it's the, the world's only, the world's only full-featured tarot social media networking platform. It's not a website, folks. It's a social media platform just like Facebook, Instagram, all these you know different social media platforms out there. It has uh, – you get your own profile. Uh, you get um, your own uh, stream of uh, – what do they call that? Your, your wall and, and uh, comment wall and uh, act, there's an activity feed. Groups and forums, um, there's live chat, there's direct messaging. I mean, everything just like on, on social media, except it's tarot all the time. All tarot, all the time. And, uh, you know, none of the negative stuff that you find on the other websites. So come over. You can sign up free at thetarotguild.com. The top of any page, you'll see uh, – the sign-up button, just click that. You can sign up with your email address and a password, or you can sign up using one of your social media accounts like uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Google, Yahoo, LinkedIn, <laughs> all of those. You can also open a new tab in your browser right now and type in sign up the tarot guild. Com. And we have 6,900 members now on our Facebook group, the Tarot Guild. Whew. Lots of stuff going on. Let's see. What else did I want to mention? I knew there was a couple of things. We mentioned the anniversary. I'm really excited about that. And, uh, oh, my updated Halloween decks and spreads. So last year... I said, you know, I'm going to make a list of some, you know, really great Halloween decks for Halloween. And I got started doing it. And remember, Mary, I just went nuts. I, I actually made the most, like, comprehensive list, oh, well over 100 decks. And uh, it's mostly tarot, but there's also uh, Learn Amon decks that have a Halloween theme. There's uh, Halloween-themed Oracle decks as well. And I updated it this year. In fact, it got so big that I had to split it into two articles, part one and part two. And all you have to do is open up a new tab in your browser and type in halloween.thetarotguild.com. There's also a link on that page uh, for the part two and also a link for some Halloween spreads you, you can enjoy as well. And by the way, if you go through that list and I miss something, 
let me know. I'll, I'll add the deck to the list. If you have a spread idea that you want to share with everybody, we'll put it on the, the, the spreads uh, post that we have going. It's really exciting. I'm going to put that in the chat room right now, Mary. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I for, the first thing I think is like, wow, people make a lot of decks that are Halloween because <laughs> <laughs> you know when I remember last year when you first did it I was thinking oh yeah you know I can think of a few okay there's that one and okay you know I'm thinking like maybe there's like maybe there's 10 of them I don't know but wow no people really like <laughs> doing that uh so it's it's mind-blowing <laughs> I think it's mind-blowing and I think it's very cool too mm-hmm. the art is so fun you know, that's the thing about Halloween, you know, it's like people get really creative with their with their costumes and the way that they decorate and trying to come up with ways to spook people. <laughs> so it's a great theme to, to have for a deck and Halloween spreads. What could be more perfect than sitting with your friends on Halloween and doing a, a tarot card reading with a Halloween spread? That's right. That's right. And I I even have some uh, decks on here that haven't even released yet. Some are releasing uh, late this month. Well, it is late October already. It, uh, some are releasing <laughs> in November. Some are releasing a, a little further on in the year, and uh, some not till 2022. But you can pre-order on Amazon. So I figured I put them all on there. One of them is uh, the Macabre Tarot by Sam West, and it has a coffin-shaped box that the deck comes in. I think that is so cool. What do you think, yes, Mary? I love that one. I think that one is really cool. You know, and I was thinking about it, too, because I was checking it out, and I'm like, oh, wow, I don't have a coffin-shaped tarot. But the box is shaped like a coffin, but the cards are, like, normal shaped, so they'll be easy to shuffle right. still. I wish somebody I would do that, wish. though. I mean, get more creative with the cards folks than these these rectangles you know that we've been using for 500 years you know uh make a coffin shaped <laughs> card why not mary or pumpkin shape right oh yeah pumpkin would work too mm-hmm. hopefully they're listening out there we we want more <laughs> right Right. And another one that's coming out from uh, – and I can't pronounce all these words. I'm going to mess all this up because it's like a foreign language <laughs> to me, whatever these words are. But uh, Bragalone Games, I hope I'm saying that right, is coming out with the uh, Ch- Chihula Dark Arts Tarot. I cannot even pronounce these words. It is insane. So uh, yeah, it's at HP Lovecraft. That's you Chihula. know a lot of there's a I don't yeah there's it's HP Lovecraft that, yeah yeah and there's already like two or three uh, Lovecraft decks out there and people just you know they go crazy about them you know a lot of Lovecraft fans out there and again Halloween's a great time for uh, reading Lovecraft as well. Yeah, and there's another one I wanted to mention uh, from Ellie Goldwine and Minerva Siegel, and it's the Villains Tarot Deck. That's right, Disney Villains on a Tarot Deck. Yeah. I love it. Yep. So yeah, there's, the, you know, there's a, the colors there's a are whole great bunch of, on that. 
Right, right. There's a whole bunch of great ones coming out here. Last year we saw the uh, the Z Tarot, you, you know, for the um, the uh, the Walking Dead kind of uh, that that movie series um, that came out. Oh yeah, uh, I think yeah, it, Walking Dead is really popular. The TV show too. Yeah, yeah, but not The Walking Dead. I, I, I'm just referring to the genre. What do they call the genre? I couldn't think of anything besides Walking Dead. Um, zombies. Uh, zombies. Zombies. That's what I was yeah. – yeah. So they came out with the, the Z-Tarot because there was that movie that came out. God, who who was it that did that movie? I think it was Brad Pitt. Um, yeah, you know, and it's a it's a funny category too because I remember years ago interviewing George Romero and he's like they're not zombies, they're the living dead. I'm like, okay. And then I go see another zombie film basically and they're like, yes, they're the walking dead. And then somebody else was like, yeah, I made a zombie movie. <laughs> so it's a, it's a popular genre and people have strong feelings about it. Right. <laughs> what they actually are. And- I bring this up because uh, Alejandro Colucci uh, did that deck with Jamie Elford, but this year is now coming out with they, – they did Tarot Z. Now he's doing Tarot V with Charles Harrington, and it's a vampire deck. Awesome. Awesome song. Another, uh, in fact, another popular <laughs> Halloween genre, the vampires. The werewolves, the ghosts, it's, and uh, today the shadow people. I'm looking on it here. It says Tuesday, November 16th. It's about to – it says in stock soon. So it's coming out. You can grab it. You can also pre-order it. Uh, Tarot V, uh, the images are great. I love the look of it. Uh, I love the boxes both Tarot Z and Tarot V. I wonder if he's going to do, I wonder if he's going to have X and Y next year or something. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so there, there are all of these great uh, things coming out here. There's also a link on that. Uh, by the way, if you didn't get the, the link or the URL, just go over to the tarotguild.com, click on articles and you can go through and you can find it. Um, I'll even redate it so it goes towards the top. And I wanted to mention a couple other things real quick, but I have to go over to part two because the list got so comprehensive it doesn't fit on one article anymore. Okay, so uh, basically all the tarot Halloween-themed decks are on part one. On part two is Oracle decks, Learn a Mind decks, and other fun Halloween stuff. And I'm trying to see here, what is it that's coming out or came out? Oh, Season of the Witch, the Beltane Oracle, is coming out. And then there was a, a couple other new ones. If you're into Lernamon, there's the really ultra-cute Mysteries Halloween Lernamon with a matching tin box. Yeah. It's, it's, in, it's in a tin box. And that's Brenda's debt. We're having her on as a guest. And uh, when we get to reading off the uh, upcoming shows, uh, it, it might be in that list. I don't know uh, how far away that is. I think, it, well, it might be November 20th, but it's in, it's in the list there. Uh, we got so many great interviews, you know, Sasha Graham coming up and 
um, Paulina Faye. Faye. I mean, we, we uh, our our neck our, our first Tarot Today show in November. I think thirteenth is when we have Pamela Steele on, and she's going to be talking about uh, her new deck and and also the third edition of Steel Wizards Tarot is coming out as well. We're going to have Pamela on. Oh my God. So much good stuff coming up. And one other addition that I just wanted to mention, only because it's cool. Uh, I have to find it, though. <laughs> Give me just a second. I'm, I'm, like, scrolling through. There is so much on here. Why can I not find this? Uh, I just put it on the um, – gosh, I can't find it. Maybe it didn't get on the list yet. Uh, gosh, I can't find it here. It's, it should be under more oh. Halloween fun. Um, okay. Yeah, I can't so. believe it's the third edition coming out of uh, Still Wizard. I remember when the first one came out. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, she actually sent me the deck. It was great. I was so glad she sent me that. Uh, I'm just going to have to add this to the list because somehow it didn't get on the list but I do have an article on it uh, with two walkthrough videos a a quick unboxing video with no sound and then a a full complete walkthrough how to use it it is the tabula mortem a modern spirit board just in time for Halloween from US games I'll get that onto the uh, other Halloween fun uh, on the on the decks list, but you can go check it out on thetarotguild.com under articles. I think it's like the first article. Uh, click on where it says uh, Tabula Mortem. And this is the coolest spirit board I've ever seen. It's circular, and it comes with a, a, a planchette, you know. That's the thing where you put your, your fingers on it, you know, two or three or four of you, and, and it moves around. Uh, well, it doubles as the weight as a pendulum, and mm-hmm. you can hang it over over the. You're going to love this, Mary, because it's a pendulum. You love pendulums, and you hang it over the center of the board, and then the pendulum can swing out to the various symbols and letters and numbers and things like that. It is the coolest thing. You could even use it sort of like a tower reading too, and she explains that in the walkthrough videos, and you can find that, again, under videos on thetarotguild.com or on the article itself at uh, thetarotguild.com. Just go check that out. I know, Mary, you're like, I'm not going 100 miles near a spirit board. (laughs) No. No, I'm not. (laughs) I have pendulums. I love pendulums. Um, But, yeah, spirit boards, uh, you know, I've, I've drawn a line there everybody else you know like do your thing yeah don't don't bring it around me (laughs) you know it's cool for halloween and even if you don't want to use it you know the box is cool the board everything is so cool about just lay it out on your coffee table as a uh you know halloween discussion thingy, you know, just to spark conversation and stuff, you know, pull it out every Halloween and just stick it on the mantle or stick it on your coffee table. It's it's fantastic. So give us a call, 714-816-4628. Press one on your dial pad as soon as you get through to let us know you want to be live on air with us. And we'll be going to calls in a little while. But first we have a couple of things. One is 
Um, we're going to do a psychic spin segment at, on this show, as we said, because it's the last show of the month. And um, we're going to be asking, um, what are shadow people? So that's going to be a lot of fun. And also, Barry, I wanted to ask you what your card of the day was today. Mm, Well, kind of going with the theme of shadow people, I decided to pull a card. One thing about shadow people, some people think there's something else that just shifts their shape. And the, this is a, it's a gorgeous Oracle deck. I've had it for a while. It's by Lucy Cavendish, uh, artwork by Jasmine Beckett Griffith. And the card that I drew today is really cute. And it's posted on the Psychic Talk Radio um, Facebook group. If you haven't joined the group, I post the card of the day there, but you know, it, almost every day. I try to do it every day. Um, you can find that easily, though, by going to psychictalk.net uh, forward slash Facebook. And the card is card number 10, Hedgehog Love. It has all these cute little hedgehogs on it. And the message is about <laughs> positive, positive, uplifting new friends. And, you know, it it talks about, look, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes we have these, you know, times in our life where we feel, you know, maybe disconnected from family or we feel like a little bit of an outsider, that kind of thing. And this card is saying that, like, look, your friends are your true family as well. You know, it's like, no, you don't have to be alone. You surround yourself by positive, uplifting friends that maybe have similar interests, you know, join the tarot guild. We've got a lot of positive, uplifting new friends waiting for you there if you're into tarot Um, or just tarot curious. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's just a really great message about how the idea of family and belonging and all of those things that sometimes you know, when we think too much about them or we think kind of in a negative way about them, we can feel really like we're alone. We're like this lost little molecule floating alone in a big, huge universe. And no, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, your friends, your animals, they're your family too, you know. But that positive, uplifting part of it is really key. It's really key. Because, you you know, if you're just around people that are bringing you down and are always negative, what do you think that's doing to your own energy field and, and your emotions? So there's something to think about. What about you, Dax? Did you get a card for the day, too? I got the lover's card. And so today there's going to be some choices, some decisions that need to be made. And uh, what the lover's card is saying today is that you need to come to it from a heart-centered approach rather than uh, your thoughts and ideas, you know, analytical, logical. You want to think about how you – well, you don't want to think is the whole point, but you want to think about how you feel about it more than, uh, you know, applying pure logic. Basically, you know, you want to put uh, the feelings and well-being of you, yourself, and your loved ones first when you're making choices today. So there you go, card of the day. 
So, are we ready for the psychic spin? We're going to pull some we'll cards. Start. Yes. I'm, I'm so ready. So, let me... Are you... Yes, I'm, I'm, I am ready. I just want to explain to people what the psychic spin is if they've uh, never experienced our show before. Okay, so the psychic spin segment. This is the segment where... We take a look at things going on in the news or uh, a topic on a lot of people's minds or as in today's topic uh, or question uh, relating to something going on like the time of year, it being Halloween tomorrow. And, you know, you have the talking heads on their YouTube channels and on uh, television news programs, cable news programs, and the talking heads are talking about the the current events and things like that. But we put a psychic spin on it because we can pull tarot cards and oracle cards and intuition and a whole lot of other things. But uh, we're going to ask the tarot today, what are shadow people? Last year we did, uh, what was it, Mary? Uh, are ghosts real? What are ghosts? Yeah, yeah. Our ghosts real. That's what it was. And and this year we thought let's do something different. And this is really different, huh? It is really different. And for people who don't know, um, you know, you may have seen or, or heard shadow people referred to, or people who have experienced them on shows like The Dead Files, some of the paranormal shows, and I'm I'm a big Dead Files watcher. And um, coast to coast AM. You know, I've heard dozens of episodes. Art Bell. Yeah, they talk totally. Even George Norrie. And And um, on Dead Files, Amy Allen talks about how sometimes ghosts will show themselves as shadow people. Um, A lot of people, you know, they'll they'll see something like that and, you know, they'll think that it's maybe demonic or something because it's so different. It's like a really dark, opaque, like you can't see through it figure that may be like – like you wake up in the middle of the night and you see this dark figure at the end of your bed or in the hallway or the doorway or something. And, um, you know, for some people it's been, um, they, I mean, look, you know, there's people that feel that they have had um, encounters with uh, extraterrestrials. Some people even feel like they've been abduct- abducted by extraterrestrials and for some of those people not all of them but for some of them they've also seen shadow people as well and you know the famous you know rosemary ellen gooley um actually wrote a book about this about the jinn and felt that um shadow people were basically a form that some jinn uh would take and jinn if you don't know um we call them genies and in america that's how we think of them but there's not they're not exactly like aladdin in the lamp you know um there's a, a rich uh you know, folklore and history about them coming from Middle East cultures and stuff. Um, But shadow people aren't um, just happening in one culture. Um, People around the world have seen them and even um, shadow animals like spiders or or dogs. And and some people feel that uh, it's connected to like sleep paralysis for some folks as well. So it's this really kind of fascinating phenomenon that's happening it's like the second most reported paranormal phenomena after ghosts 
so I I think yeah we should ask the tarot you know what what what's going on <laughs> what are these absolutely yeah I, I'm thinking I want to start off by pulling three cards one. Uh, card number one, I'm going to pull, you know, what are shadow people, the actual uh, question. Card number two, are they dangerous? Because I'm wondering about that. And then card number three, are there more than one kind of shadow people? Because there's there seems, there seems to be indication that there are or that they're being um, misinterpreted as shadow people when there's something else. Uh, two different things going on there, actually. So uh, let's see. going to pull for um, what are shadow people? Okay, this is interesting, Mary. I got the eight of wands for what huh? are shadow people. And I got to tell you, as soon as I pulled the card, I got this. Uh, feeling and uh, thought in my head and and the the word uh, energetic. With the eight of wands, eight is the number of abundance. It's double structure, and there might be a hint in there uh, as we go along here. Um, But the eight of wands is about Taking action now, uh, steps towards a dream. Uh, it's about synchronicity and communication, forward motion, quick action. Things are happening fast when the Eight of Wands comes up. And in modern meanings and uh, ideas, um, in a, a contemporary look at this card, when it comes up a lot for me in readings, is I see the internet, I see telecommunication, things like that, things, things happening uh, quickly, um, computers, you know, th- there's, there's that high, fast-moving, energetic energy. I think that's what they are, non-corporeal, high energy but uh, let's see what else comes up here. Maybe it'll also give hints uh, towards this, um, what they actually are. So the second card I'm going to pull is, are they dangerous? Okay. So we got the Ace of Swords. The Ace of Swords. So in the yes-no spreads that I do, Mary, Aces are uh, – it's an odd number as opposed to the even numbers, you know, one, two, three, four, five, uh, all the odd numbers are no. So with the ace, I'm going to say it's saying no. They're not dangerous. Now, the sword, is, all the broadswords in the Wade Smith version of the deck uh, are double-edged. So, hmm, you know, it's, it, this is the the thing. It's a sword. <laughs> and so, you know, first glance, some, you know, I see it this way as it being a no because of how I do yes, no readings and tarot. But somebody just glancing at it, it's a sword. That's dangerous, right? 
but there's a lot more layers to tarot. So let's take a deeper look at this. First of all, I take all the aces as a very positive card, even though technically it's a no. In some readings that I do, especially depending on the other cards and whether they're positive or not in relation to the question, sometimes aces do mean a yes, okay? Uh, in this particular case, I'm taking it as a no. The other thing is, Mary, uh, swords represent the air element in tarot, which I think is hinting at the ethereal nature of the shadow people. And then there's another aspect, of course, of being the air element. We're talking about thoughts and ideas. So it's hinting at a couple things. One is a lot of this is going on in your mind. And number two, if there is danger, it's probably not physical danger. It's probably mental danger. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Yeah making some sense and then the the final you know so we're getting this uh ethereal non-corporeal energetic um description and then for my last um my last question i'm going to pull a card on uh are there more than one type of shadow person what does that all mean so let's pull a card here and we get oh this is Oh, Mary, I love this. What this happened? is great. I was actually I was thinking of this card, and then in, and I swear I uh, for each card I shuffled separately and pulled the card out. I reshuffled, pulled out Seven of Cups, which was the card that was in my head. That is Weird. crazy. I. I love when Tarot does this because it's like it's winking at you. <laughs> Say, yep, yeah, we're really here. It's real. Yep. Um, so the Seven of Cups, you know, this is perfect for this. This is so perfect. In fact, <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the Wade Smith version of the card, and, you know, in, in the top tier in the center, it has uh, the figure in the card with a uh, a drape over it, you know, like a sheet over it, which is reminding me of, you know, people used to put sheets over their head and play ghosts in uh, Halloween. And uh, also it it reminds me of a shadow person. Not only that, but in the Waitsmith version of the card, that particular cup with that particular figure, uh, there's an energy field emitting from it. There's a, like an aura around it which is just what I was saying about, you know, ener uh, an energetic, non-corporeal uh, being. And so this is fascinating. You know, I, the more I look at this, the more sense this is making, Mary. So that figure in the middle, I think, is representing uh, actual shadow people. And then surrounding it are these six other cups, six other possibilities, you know, I think that this is telling us two separate things that kind of mesh together. The first is that, uh, you, you know, how you were describing what a lot of people either think shadow people are or people see certain things. They see apparitions, ghosts, other entities, uh, 
some people think demons, you know, and, and they interpret that. They look at it and they, they see it as a shadow person when it's actually something else. And then I think on top of that, number two, it, this card is letting us know that there are different types uh, beyond, you know, the misinterpretations like ghosts and spirit animals and uh, uh, demons or, or what have you, that shadow people themselves, there are different kinds showing up and people are seeing different things and labeling them shadow people. Some are shadow people and some, some are, are not. So, you know, what, uh, one of the things that's always been fascinating to me about this topic is um, people see different things. Like, for instance, sometimes it's a shadow. The shadow person is a shadow. It's a, it's a shadow being cast on a wall or, or an object or a backdrop with nothing in front of it that would be creating the shadow. Right, Mary? Right? Yes. Okay. Now, here's the other one. Sometimes people see an apparition that is shadow-like, but it has physicality to it. It's still ethereal. But there's a physicality to it. It's not like a shadow being cast where light is hitting an object and creating a shadow behind it. Instead, it's like a living shadow. And people see them both ways. Okay, so there's more than one thing. And then in addition to that, uh, even though they're shadows, you can make out shapes angles and such in it. And in, in the, you know, dozens and dozens of shows that I've heard on like Coast to Coast AM where they're talking about shadow people, uh, they've talked about how, you know, sometimes it looks like the shadow uh, of a, a, a person, you know, uh, just you can't really make out anything beyond that. Um, other times you can see real specific things like, it, it, they'll appear like a, a a woman in a dress or a skirt. You you can tell that there's a dress there. Uh, they'll, they'll see men, what appears to be a male figure, where you can make out that they have a top hat on and tails that that they're like in period dress, that they're in a a, a suit or uh, or a uh, tuxedo. You can make it out in the shadow in the shapes. So uh, I definitely think that there's, you know, more than than one thing going on uh, with the shadow people. And I remember, you know, we were in the – folks, we were in the green room earlier talking about this, and I mentioned um, about the Star Trek episode from The Next Generation called Time's Arrow. And there's these aliens that uh, are slightly out of Phase, so they're generally invisible, but they appear sometimes shadow-like. And they're also time travelers. They are traveling back from the, the 23rd or 24th century there uh, back to uh, the 19th century, to the 1800s, uh, specifically San Francisco. And uh, when they make this journey, uh, they dress in period dress. And there's the woman and there's the, the male and the male is in, you guessed it, 
a top hat. And I, I swear, I remember when this came out, of course, this is the 80s, right? Um, 80s, early 90s. And uh, I was listening to Coast to Coast back then. And I always felt, Mary, that they lifted that from the shadow people concept. <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. They could be aliens. They also could be time travelers. And in this particular episode, they blend the two together. They are time travelers, and they are aliens. And I just love it. It cracks me up. Did you pull cards? What did you get? Yeah, and I I did it a little bit differently because I figured, like, what do we really need to know about them? You know, with all these people reporting all this wild stuff, you know, that was my question. What do you what do we really need to know about them? And, you know, one thing that a central focus card is the five of pentacles. And I feel like that really fits with what you were saying about it's non corporeal. Like, you know, they don't they're not people, you know, they don't have bodies like people, like full bodies. They're not going to leave footprints I hope <laughs> I don't know if they leave footprints or not I hope they don't but that's what I got from the five of pentacles right at the center it was the first thing like yeah they're not bodies so um and then the cards go on I you know the ace of swords I got that too ace of swords is pointing to that and saying like look you know they're not bodies they're thought forms okay and there's a strong message that comes through here from the high priestess saying don't have any illusions about what you're channeling. And it comes up in the past. So I think part of what may be going on with shadow people, you know, the human race has been on the planet for a really, really long time, you know, and hermeticism and magic, you know, and ritual and all these things have been a part of the human experience for about as long as humans have been on the planet. Over time, um, not everybody has been using their spiritual gifts, let's say, for the best, uh, highest, most, uh, highest, most purpose. Shadow people may very well be connected to, um, they may be things that people inadvertently or maybe even on purpose channeled, and they're still here. Um, and the other thing that comes up with this, too, is that they feed off of fear. Okay. Um, so, you know, the it depends on our choices. They feed off of things like, like fear and feelings of guilt and feelings of jealousy and, you know, just, you know, how our how our energy is, is, you know, the things that we're putting off, the vibe that we're putting out there. That's part of it. It may not always be the case, but that's coming up as being part of it with the lover's card saying, like, you know, think about the choices you're making. And also, you know, the the danger involved is allowing the fear to take over. You know, um, there's been people that have, you know, seen a shadow person, been so afraid and, you know, hid under the covers and started praying and the shadow disappeared. So that, you know, that's a big clue right there. Make sure your heart and your intention, especially if you're channeling anything, make sure that intention is as pure as you can make it. So you don't inadvertently channel something through that you don't want that people later on are going to have to deal with. Um, and you know that that's 
that's what I'm getting on that question. And then I did a little shadow and light question on really, you know, if anybody out there, because it is a wide, widely reported phenomenon, are dealing with it, how do they deal with it? What can they do? You know, besides calling into the dead files and asking Amy and Steve to, to come up to your house and, and tell you what to do. Such a great um, question. You know, two things come up along with this. You know, the people that are the most vulnerable are those that are grieving in some way, okay? Um, and the power of transformation can dis- can take this away, you know? So you, you can look at transformation in a lot of different ways. Um, but, you know, if, if you're out there and you're, you know, waking up, you know, being woken up by a shadow person or seeing one and it's making you uncomfortable, as much as you can do to transform those feelings of fear or anger or and if you're experiencing grief, what you can do to transform those feelings. There's a lot of different methods, of course. You know, there's EFT, you know, is one that just comes to the top of my head as being something that might be effective in dealing with shadow people because you're, uh, your negative emotions are going to be feeding that shadow person energy. And, you know, if you want to try to get rid of them in that way yourself, and even just because it's a healthy thing to do, you want to work on transforming your negative emotions and putting that fear uh, in check. So that's what I got. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I was just uh, talking in the chat room with uh, Jason. I, I brought up about the the shadow animals and, and the shadow spider and things like that, and uh, especially the spider ones. I, I think that they could be aliens visiting us. I think that we assume spider because anything multi-legged, right, we don't have any concept for anything else beyond what's here on the planet. So we're thinking spider, but it could be an alien that that's just the, their form and mm. the, they're visiting us, you know, and, and, uh, and it makes sense that they are semi non-corporeal entities because think about it. We always think Star Trek and Star Wars and things like that. We always think creating spaceships and traveling faster than the speed of light, you know, so that we can go across the galaxy in, you know, days and months instead of, you know, 500 years to travel, you know, somewhere. Um, Maybe uh, other sentient life forms discover a much easier way to travel than going faster than the speed of light in a ship. Maybe they travel non-corporally through consciousness Mm. to explore the universe. Yeah. It'd be a lot cheaper. Isn't that true? Yeah. And I also also like the... uh, I'm sorry, what are you saying? Okay. I don't want to cut you off there. I was just going to say that the, the and the other one that I like a lot is the time travel concept because 
um, you know, people actually from Earth, but just way in the future where they're able to travel back through time. And again, here we go, you know, H.G. Wells, we build a machine again, you know, that transports us back in time. Well, maybe that's not how time travel happens and how it's discovered in the future. Maybe they discover that once again, that just like with the aliens visiting from, you know, hundreds of light years away, uh, we could be visiting the past through consciousness. And therefore, we would appear non-corporeal or that it's on purpose because what do you not want to do when you're visiting the past, Mary? Change anything. Right. You're going to have a, yes. an anomaly and everything's going to – you won't even exist in the future. <laughs> so my concept or my idea there is that you know they appear just as shadows because – that's on purpose so that people mm. uh, in our time don't uh, know that these are people visiting from the future. It makes a lot of sense to me. Wow. That's a uh, big topic. There, there, there's a lot of fun uh, in that too. It's bigger than I thought it was going to be, really. You know, it's more complex. It's kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So there you go, our psychic spin for this month. And uh have no idea what's going to happen next month, but, hey, it could be your question. Right, Mary? Absolutely. Send us your questions, the big questions. Big questions. What's the meaning of life? Why are we here? Where are we going? Yes. Are there ghosts? Or <laughs> how does the law of attraction yeah, work? Are ghosts you know, real? I, yeah. yeah. Wait, it seems like we already did that one. Yeah, anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or anything that's in the news, you know. Um I was just thinking this the other day with, you know, the continuing schism in the United States, and uh, and it's like, you know, uh, m- my big question is, uh, are we going to see civil war, like literally hot war, you know, versus this cold yeah. war that's going on right now? Yeah, that's a good question for, for the tarot too, right? And, um, yeah, wow. Mm. Okay, yeah, so it's the big questions that we want for the psychic spin uh, versus you know, what's going on in your life and questions you might have uh, about, um, you know, career and and love and jobs and moving house and all the myriad uh, personal questions, you know, which is what we're going to do on the phone lines right now. Right, Mary? <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought first, though, I'd let people know what's coming up on the network. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick, because we got a great lineup. Again, you know, like Dax told you earlier, tomorrow is the 17th anniversary of the Tarot Guild. Yay! <laughs> on on October 31st, Halloween. So happy Halloween. No show tomorrow. And then on Monday, 
November 1st, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, is the Wisdom of the Soul show with your host, Janice Fuchs. And also on Monday, November 1st, is the first installment of my new column, Unveiled with Mary Brown, on the Tarot Guild website, www.tarotguild.com. You want it? Yay! The premiere! The premiere. I hope everybody checks that out. It's featuring a great interview I did with uh, Giordano Berti. So I hope you all will read it and let me know what you think. And then on Friday, November 5th, it's Spiritual Guidance Radio with Angelic Channel and healer Catherine Hahn. She's going to be giving free on-air guidance, and that will be at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Um, and then I'll be back on Saturday, November 6th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And my guest is actually going to be Catherine Hahn. Uh, and we're going to be talking about this angelic contact stones, stones that and crystals that may help you to connect with the angelic realm. And that'll be on There's a Rock for that. And you can call into that show, too, for a free mini crystal reading and you can find all of our shows uh listed by going to psychictalk.net forward slash upcoming back to you dax awesome awesome we got so many great things going on i did want to mention a couple others just real quick that when we have our uh first show in november on tarot today november 13th uh, I mentioned this in the beginning of the show that we're having Pamela Steele on as our special guest. We're going to be talking about her Eternal Seeker Oracle as well as the third edition of the Steel Wizard Tarot. So be sure to tune in for that one. It's going to be great. And that Sunday, the 14th, uh, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, Sharona was not able to do her episode with the fabulous Tamara Kerr, uh, where they were going to talk magic just in time for Halloween. Well, they rescheduled for the 14th. They're go- they're going to finally do it, so it- it'll be after Halloween, but that's okay. Uh, it's it's magic universe, so Sharona's always talking magic on her show, and her special guest will be Tarot Master Tamara Kerr, and they will be talking about magic on November the 14th. And then I also mentioned earlier, we have Brenda Elizabeth coming on as our special guest, November 20th. The Mysteries of the, uh, the Mysteries Halloween learn them on deck. God, I cannot say that. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah. Um, and it's all listed on our website. So psychictalk.net forward slash upcoming. Yeah. Check it out. And, and the other, the other thing is, um, we're going to be doing a workshop with Brenda, Learn Them On for Tarot readers. And uh, all you got to do is go join our premium membership. It's a, a dollar a month now, folks. It's billed annually, 12 bucks. Go over to thetarotguild.com, click join the guild, and you can sign up free on the website and join it. It's only 12 bucks, a dollar a month, and you get all of these free workshops, Q&As, panels, and everything all year long. And uh, the first one we're doing, actually, is with Brenda, where we're going to be talking about Learn Them On uh, for tarot readers. And it's going to be a great little workshop we're going to do. 
and uh, check out the list of all the other fantastic uh, guests coming up. Uh, we got Luna Charlotte. And the Octopus Tarot on Saturday the 27th. We've got uh, the, the Magic of Tarot with special guest Sasha Graham on the 28th on Sharona's show. Lots of great stuff coming up. Awesome sauce. So let's uh, go to the phone lines and squeeze in some calls here, Mary. Um, awesome. You all set? You got your deck shuffled? You all set? I am ready. And it's warmed up. <laughs> Are you reading with a special deck today or any particular? I deck? am, yeah, the Visionary Path deck by Lucy Delix Ooh. that is just a wild, wild ride of a deck. <laughs> I awesome. thought it would be perfect for our, Hall- our Halloween episode. <laughs> yes. Well, let's see who's been waiting the longest. It looks like area code 929. Caller, are you there? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, 929. Are they there? I hear something. I'm going to put them back on hold. Uh, They were listening to the, the show so long, you know, that they probably are doing something else while they were listening and couldn't get to the line. But we'll come back to them. 929, we're coming back to you, but we're going to go to 917. Call it. What's your name? Where are you hey. calling from? Oh, hey, yes. My name is Tim. I'm calling from New York. How are you guys doing today? New York. Yay. Good. Hi, New York City. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be New York State. You didn't say city. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it could be, but it's definitely the city. <laughs> awesome. What do you want to talk about today? Oh, okay. Well, um, so I heard you mention EFT. I am uh, in the process of working on clearing out the fear programming, bringing some abundance new things in without knowing exactly what I want to do, job, especially live. So I was uh, reading up on tapping. I was going to thinking about trying to start some tapping just because, you know, uh, the scarcity mindset of, hey, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? It kind of gets on me and then uh, takes me down that path, and I know abundance can't come in like that. So if there was any tips or messages from Spirit, I'd greatly appreciate it for if you have anything for me. Oh, well, that. the message is, yeah, I mean, the message is simple. You are so on track, Tim. This is exactly what you should be doing. Uh, the central focus card that I got is the Ace of Swords, the same card, you know, that I got in the reading we did in the Psychic Spin. <laughs> I swear I shuffled the cards, Mary. Um, and, you know, all the Aces are new beginnings. And uh, hold on for just a second. Tim, there's a lot of background. I'm going to put your line on hold, Tim, because I can't speak and think and talk at the same time here with all that going on in the background. So we're going to put Tim on hold here, Mary. But, yeah, it's perfect. The Ace of Swords, as I was saying, all the Aces are new beginnings, and this is especially what in the air element, uh, thoughts and ideas. And that's what we're talking about with EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques. Uh, For those that don't know, that's uh, tapping, tapping on the meridian points, and it is absolutely fantastic and a lifesaver for a lot of people that want to clear out uh, emotional blocks uh, or that have negative emotions coming up that they want to tap away. And, and 
Mary, you were just so dead on when you said uh, people that are seeing shadow people, what to do, especially if they're having a, a negative feeling about it, EFT is where to go. Tap on those negative feelings. And coming up in my spread is uh, a lot of great cards. Three of them are major arcana cards. So, Tim, this is telling me this is a huge life change for you as you go through this process. Now, it's not going to be instantaneous. I'm getting the Six of Swords, which is a slow progression to your goal. Okay? It's slow and steady, uh, very similar to when I get the, say, the the Knight of Pentacles. You know, um, you're making... Uh, steady progress towards your goal. Don't expect it to happen overnight. It may, it's going to take several sessions of tapping. Um, it's going to take, you know, maybe a week or two to work on this, right? But then, you know, we get things like the chariot card, which is about victory. You're going to have success here. And then the death card, which is the transition card. So, uh, you're going to be changing phases or cycles. You're, you know, one phase or cycle is ending, and with this technique and this process, you're going to be able to move into a new cycle and a new phase. What are you getting, Mary? You know, what's really interesting, the, the central focus card I'm getting is the Page of Pentacles, which I think is perfect when we're learning something new. And it just really reminds us that, you know, especially like a new technique, you know, like EFT. So Three of Wands comes up with this, like be observant. You're going to learn by observing your 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 heart, your feelings. And that not only is it about learning a new technique, it, it may be very well something you wind up mastering as well. Um, but, the, but the other thing that comes up here is that this is, going to be important for clearing the the indecision and the confusion so um you know whatever whatever it is if you're like i'm not sure where all this is leading me it could be this it could be that maybe i should try this maybe i should try that start by just paying attention and observing you know starting with this you know one technique and just really observing your heart and your emotions. That's a message from spirit is is that the Ace of Cups comes up as the last card. And it gives me the real feeling that the direction that you're headed in now, I think you are on the right path. And I think the direction is going to lead you into a, a heart-centered place and also winding up doing something you really love. So that's awesome. What I Let's get. bring Tim back on. I hope that helped you out, Tim. It helped me out tremendously. I thank you much. Uh, I uh, thought just popped into my mind the other day that someone was going to call me, and then they did. So, you know, I'm trying to just tap into spirit and be led away. I appreciate you guys very much. I will keep working. Thank you. Awesome. Enjoy the rest Thanks of your weekend. Calling. You too. Thanks for calling. Bye, Tim. Yeah, tap into your intuition as well as you go through the, the process there. The more you open up, the more information you're going to get. Let's go back and try that uh, line. Uh, Jason in the chat room actually said that uh, maybe the first quarter, w- uh, maybe the first caller was a shadow person. 
Yeah, I thought that too. (laughs) Like, hey, or they're messing with the the line. (laughs) Let's see if we can get them on here, though. Area code 929. Caller, are you there? What's your name? Where are you calling from? 929. Hello, my name is Ann. I'm calling from New York. Another New York. Hi, Ann. Hey, hi, Ann. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? What did you want to talk about today? Um, I wanted a reading. Mhm. Do you have a specific uh, question? General. Like anything Just like Just a general. Like, yeah. Any particular area like career, love life, just home? Oh, um, stability. Stability. Oh, that's a great yeah. question. So let's just stability. take a, stability. I like that. General okay, reading. I, I was on, just confirming stability. Yeah. Okay. Let me just see what comes up in these wild tarot cards I'm using today. <laughs> this is a wild deck. Well, okay. Seven of Pentacles. We'll get to that. That's a central focus card of this, which is interesting. <sighs> Stability. Yeah, so look, um, sometimes we feel like we're not where we need to be. Uh, the Seven of Pentacles is really interesting. That's, to me, it's a card of expectations. You know, it's like you're standing there, you're waiting for the pot to boil or the phone to ring or, you know, we're, you know, we're waiting and waiting for something to happen. We feel like things should be happening quicker than they are. But the great thing about the seven of pentacles is saying like, look, you know, things, we're going to get there. Things are going to come into fruition. And we may not have a lot of um, control over exactly when that happens. Okay. Um, the other thing that that comes up here too is you've got to not connect your your sense your own sense of stability to other people. Okay, I see a lot of people cards that come up here: the Queen of Pentacles, the Knight of Cups, the Page of Wands. You know, those could be you know just people around you or people in your life that are kind of you feel pulled in different directions. Um, and again, I go back to that expectations. It's like, you know, it's not your job to fulfill the expectations of everybody else. Okay. You need to feel stable. You need to feel centered and grounded. And there's a lot of different mm-hmm. ways that, that you can approach that. But, you know, sometimes if we feel like people are pulling us in different directions, we feel like we're losing our balance. And it, the Ten of Swords. Look, the Ten of Swords is the last card that comes up here. Now, that's a, that's a rough card. The thing to remember about it is the Swords are talking about things that are happening on what I call the mental plane, our thoughts, things that are happening in our mind. The Ten of Swords can indicate um, that, you know, finally a difficult situation has reached the conclusion. So, we're almost out of the woods, really, is what this is saying, with the Ten of Swords uh, right ahead of us. And once, you know, we complete a difficult phase, it's time for a new cycle. And that's really mm-hmm. a, a positive thing. And if the last thing that I would say here is kind of interesting, 
is that I feel like the next the next phase for you is where things are just going to happen like smoothly and quickly, and you're you're going to feel like okay, I got this, I got this. Yeah. So, little more ways to go with the the kind of you know difficulty, the kind of you know sluggish process, the kind of feeling like we're being pulled in different directions and it's knocking us off our balance a bit. Um, you know, try the most simple way of grounding that, that that comes into my mind is mindfulness. So sometimes when we're dealing with a lot of a lot of different things going on, we have to like just kind of disconnect for a minute or two and just wherever we're at, notice what's around us. Like really notice us. You, you notice it. You know, if there's like a, a plower or a plant or a piece of artwork or a pretty picture or something, just look at it and focus on it to just kind of shut out the noise. Let's see what Dax is getting. Okay. Okay. So some great general messages coming from the tarot for Anne here. The star card, hope and optimism. So in general, the tarot is saying to focus on optimism. Focus on how you want things to be rather than how they are necessarily. Hold on a second. I'm going to put Anne's line on hold again because I'm getting more background noise there. So put them on hold here. New York is and then noisy. Come- <laughs> It's noisy in New York. We know that from Sharona. She she warns us on her show, you know, hey, you're you're going to hear the ambulances and the sirens go by. I'm in the middle of New York City, for God's sake. Anyway. <laughs> and the, the very next card is the justice card. And so if there's anything going on, and that's legal in nature or, you know, disagreements, contracts, anything along those lines, uh, it's going to be – in your favor is you know, justice is going to be served, especially because the very next card is a card of celebration, the four of wands. And um, this card is also talking about, uh, and, and this is, I think the big takeaway here is, is to celebrate even the small wins. Focus on that, that and the optimism it goes hand in hand really with from the star card. Focus on the positivity and what you want to create versus focusing on the negativity. And speaking of negativity, the very next card is the Five of Swords. And so that's talking about potential disagreements, communication problems, things along those lines. So the message with this is, you know, you may actually win the argument, but at what cost? So keep that in mind, especially in your communications with other people. And lastly, the page of coins shows up. You know, this is a possibly a new interest, but I feel the real big takeaway with with this is to have a sense of awe and wonder as you're going through life here. So those are the messages from the tarot for you, Anne. I hope that helped you out. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think everything resonated because I'm I've been trying to look for a place. So when you say like anything with the course or the system, that resonated as well. Yeah. And Good. uh, when she said like being around people, you know, that resonated as well. Everything resonated to me. Okay. Well, you know, thanks I, for the call, Anne. 
Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Enjoy Have a the good rest weekend. Of weekend. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Our Halloween special episode. I know we've gone over. Do we have time for another call, Mary? What do you think? Yeah, let's let's do it. See who's out. We'll there. take one more call. I, I think we'll take one more call here, and then we got to get out of here. There's a lot to do. I got to get ready for the anniversary tomorrow, and we're going to have, uh, of course, some specials for the for the anniversary. Um, you can sign up, as I said before. Uh, as a premium member and get all of those fabulous benefits, including the free workshops and Q&As and everything. It's just a dollar a month, it's 12 bucks. And when you sign up for that uh, during our special uh, for the 17th anniversary uh, of the Tarot Guild, uh, we're going to save you, you know, 30 to 50 bucks on uh, certification if you decide to get certified and my Tarot and Numerology course as well. So just go ahead and Sign up as a premium member on thetarotguild.com and then shoot me a message and I'm going to give you a special price on certification and a special price on my course as well. And uh, there'll be posts on that tomorrow on Halloween and the anniversary of the Tarot Guild. Let's see, who's been waiting the longest? It looks like area code 440. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Patricia. I'm calling from uh, Cleveland, Ohio. 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 Yeah, hi. I've uh, been living here in this city. Um, It's just been really difficult. Um, So much negative energy I've been experiencing and feeling. Um, And just going through a lot of uh, stuff. Dark night of soul, uh, negative karma. And just the energy of so many of the people here. And in this building, apartment building I live in, uh, I know you're talking about ghosts and all that. And um, and I wouldn't be surprised if there were some ghosts in this city and in this, this uh, mm. building. Shadow people you, infestation. How can you uh, just determine before you... Say if you want to move to another city and state, and in my case, I am, because it's just I just can't live here, you know, uh, any longer than necessary. How can you just determine? I mean, obviously, go and visit the place before you, uh, you know, make those decisions. And I mean, those persons uh, who who are who are empaths and I mean they will pick up on the energy immediately and people's attitudes and and if you're not that I mean um how do you you know protect yourself and shield yourself and uh so that you know in my case I've been here for nine years and it's not as if mm-hmm. uh I you know I'm doing my best to get out here but you know Finances were affected, my health to, to a degree, and um, <laughs> yes, and it was just you know, just a lot of stress and overwhelm. Uh, so what suggestions would you have? And I know cities and states, they have their own energy and personality. Um, 
Okay. Well, I think Mary can talk more about, uh, if you want to, Mary, uh, pull some cards, uh, look into the protection aspect. And, you know, as far as the move, I'm getting the move information. It's just just blowing up here. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to move. And you're already ready. You have everything in place more than you think you do because the Nine of Wands shows up. And, you know, the fella has his battle scars, you know, so to speak. But he's ready to win the victory is, is what it's talking about. Now, you may feel a little bit trapped right now. That's that Eight of Swords energy. But then the next card is the Knight of Swords, and he's rushing backwards the other way to the Eight of Swords. The Knight of Swords is the fastest moving of the night, and it's saying that th- this could happen a lot faster than you think it can. Uh, all of the hang-ups that are going on are in the Eight of Swords, and, and that's why he's you know facing and rushing into the Eight of Swords instead of away from it, is because he, he's saying that uh, uh, you know if you can get past this spot is when things are just going to take off, you know, and swords are thoughts and ideas. So in the eight of swords, and by the way, it's eight, which is a card of abundance, really. And it's one of the secrets to abundance. You know, when you first look at the cards, you go, that's not abundance. Oh yes, it actually is because it's telling you that you're trapped by your thoughts and not your ideas, not in reality, because when you're looking at the Wait Smith image and you look really closely, you see that she has the blindfold on and then she's got these wrappings around her, these bonds that are holding her that you know looks like she's tied up. In reality, they're extremely loose. All she has to do is wriggle herself and she'll be able to get out of those and then pull the blindfold off. She'll be able to see the clear path out from in between the swords. Uh, the other clue is that the Knight of Swords has one sword, and in the Eight of Swords, there's eight. Again, hinting at it's too many thoughts and ideas. You need to focus on one idea, one thought, and everything just keeps going in that direction. I'm making the move. This is where I'm moving. If you don't know the exact place you're moving in the exact city, you actually start doing that. You start picking places and looking at them and focusing on that. And and that's how it works. Now, I do get the Four of Cups, which is a card of, you know, eh, he's not really super happy sitting under this tree looking at these three cups. There's, you know, a cup, you know, three different possibilities that he's not too thrilled with. But uh, out of the ethers, out of of the uh, cloud is – a hand reaches out with a, a fourth cup. You know, this is an opportunity involved with this move that you just you haven't seen it yet. You just haven't seen it yet. And then, you know, if we didn't have enough clue about the thoughts and ideas, the last card, uh, which also doubles as the timing card, is the the Ace of Swords. Which, <laughs> Mary, this is the third time the Ace of Swords wow. has showed up. You know, and yeah. again, it's a new. It's a new opportunity. It's the beginning of victory, the seed of an idea. Uh, again, like with the Knight of Swords, it's a single thought or idea versus those eight swords. You've got to get focused on, you know, turn your, move your focus off of, I haven't moved yet, it's terrible here, the lack, all of that. You need to focus on what you do want and have that singular idea that you latch on to that's happening with the Ace of Swords as well as the Knight of Swords. Now, while you're going through this process, 
you know, in order to turn away from the lack mentality and dealing with the negativity and so forth. Mary, do you have any ideas? Uh, anything comes up for Patricia in that area? Yeah. Well, oh, um, you know, I was I, I was focused on the <laughs> whatever yeah, you got or not. <laughs> well, okay, so here's the weird thing. Um, you know, and I don't I don't know what this is about, but do you do you feel like there's a problem energetically with the with the physical location where you're in, like your space in it, like if it's an apartment in an apartment building or if it's a house? Yes, yes. I mean, I'm in a, my apartment in the building that I live in. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, yes, there are you know, negative persons and it's a, they're very nosy. Right. Um, one particular tenant, you know, is very problematic. She's a troublemaker, and I'm putting it nicely. Uh, yeah. And uh, um, so, yeah, like I and I'm in about a week or so, I'm going to visit uh, the city and state um, and just, you know, see it, hear it, and visit the apartment buildings, figure out where the grocery stores are. Um, yeah. Well, so, so you want to pay. Good. Yeah, you want to pay attention to the, you know, how you feel when you when you go to like kind of, you know, do your reconnaissance mission, <laughs> you know, to go check it out okay. where you're thinking of moving to, um, and you know, I, yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. I don't know why, but something about mirrors, something about mirrors, and to. Um, to not, it's the weirdest advice that, like, don't buy any mirrors that are, like, used, okay? I don't know why that comes up, but, like, a little vanity mirror or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, for some reason, there's something to say about mirrors with you. Um, but the the other thing that is coming through really strongly, too, is to raise the vibration where you're at, you know, for the rest of the time that you're there. It really sounds like, you know, the moves quickly and that that's going to be a positive thing. But what can you do in the meantime to shield or protect yourself? Um, You know, I work with crystals. You could use a piece of hematite and designate that as your energetic shield and wear it, keep it in your pocket or whatever. If you don't work with crystals, that's okay. There's lots of other ways to do it, too. Um, The main suggestion that's coming through for me is find a piece of music that you yourself would describe as um, uplifting, even angelic, something Mm. that, like, just lifts up your vibration and play that you know once a day for the rest of the time that you live there oh mary yeah uh jason has a suggestion in the chat room he says to salt the door (laughs) yes salt the door right you know keep the negative out by by salting uh, salting the door and you know energetic cleansing you know, house clearing, that kind of stuff you can do too. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to do it for the whole building. That's not your responsibility, mm-hmm. but you can take care of your space. Bring in things like plants and fresh flowers or things that are going to raise that vibration and, and put some life and some light and some love into it. Um, 
Yeah. So it doesn't drag you down. Making a move is takes a lot of energy. It's a lot to do, a lot of details, all of that stuff. So you want to do some self care to make sure that your vibes are are riding high. Oh, well, and yes, Mary, just, just the simple, you know, what's come up uh, a couple times on the show already, you know, is uh, the EFT tapping. You know, when when you're starting to feel negativity or anything going on and you start to have negative thoughts is to, you know, get into the tapping to get, you know, tap those thoughts and ideas and feelings, especially feelings away, emotions. Yeah. And dealing with the the nosy neighbor lady in your building that's a big troublemaker and stuff, you know, you can't control what other people do, but you can protect your own energy field. So say you're in your building, you just came back from the grocery store and you're headed to the elevator or whatever, and you get approached by this person, a real simple way to close off your energetic field from them is to, like, just, you know, without it being really noticeable, you know, cross your finger, you know, cross Mm -hmm. your ankles, cross your arms, and because you're giving that, you're doing a physical movement that is connecting to your body energy field and saying, like, no, I'm closed off. It's I'm not open for you to mess with my energy field. And she can talk to you and, and whatever, you know, you walk past her, you see her, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, do that simple little physical movement because that is – be your way of saying, like, yes, you don't get to disturb me. Maybe I can't avoid you completely, but you don't get to mess with my energy. <laughs> yes, I put in small containers. There we go. Indoor. And then in, awesome. I live in a studio, so each corner of the room I've got salt. And then uh, Good. I spray some fueling prayers and I chant some healing mantras. Uh, Which mantra do you chant? Uh, this is from, uh, I'm sorry, guided to it. The name of the book is uh, Healing Mantra. Why? Okay. Oh, oh, oh goodness. What is this? Uh, um, okay. Oh, Dr. Rose used to always do ones from that and, book. Actually, around. Yeah, as long as you feel it. And mm-hmm. it's it's authentic, and mm-hmm. you believe it, then it's real, and it's working, okay? Right, and I keep the that made. When I first got here, I told one person I knew they would tell, tell others, and I wanted to make it clear, don't come knocking at my door because I'm not going to come knocking at yours, period. Yeah. No explanation. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, sure. And, and yeah, and do, you know, energetic cleansing, you know, align your chakras. You could do that with crystals that are, you know, the same color as the the chakras. Um, you know, the, the one thing that I always try to remind people, if you're going to cleanse your space, you know, you're removing the negative energy. But you want to put something in there. You know, you don't want to leave it blank Right? You want to then fill it with positive energy. So things like chanting, playing music, plants, um, those are just real simple ways to raise the vibration of your space. So yeah. good luck yeah. with all of this. you got to call back in yeah. and let us know how everything went. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. You're welcome, day. too. Awesome. Happy Halloween. Thanks for the call. Enjoy the rest of your 
weekend and Halloween. I keep forgetting to say that. <laughs> Happy awesome Halloween. Song. <laughs> yeah. So next week I get to take off the Saturday because yeah. they're going to be doing There's a Rock for that. And uh, I've never heard of Angelic Contact Stones, so that's going to be interesting with Catherine Hahn. I'll just be sitting out yes. here on the patio with my coffee, Mary, you know, listening in to you guys. Awesome. I'm be in the Alrighty. chat room. Well, thanks, everybody. Yeah, Bye, call, everybody. I might actually call in. Who knows? I, 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 want, I want one of those crystal readings. You know, I never, I don't think I've had one. No, you haven't. Can yeah, I do it? I should call in for a crystal reading. <laughs> crystal yeah. readings next Saturday, folks. Uh, thanks for all, you know, wonderful conversation and, and help in the chat room, you know, from Sharona and Jason Spillman. And uh, we'll we'll see you all again. Remember, come hang out with us in between in our groups, uh, Psyche Talk Radio. And, of course, the Tarot Guild group, almost 7,000 people in there. And on thetarotguild.com. I hope to see you all. Bye, everybody. Bye, Mary. Bye, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Yay. Good night, John Boy.